0: DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, the zone. The football season bearing down on us. Is it going to happen? Are the colleges going to go into camps? We're getting right to that time, PK, where it's about time to find out. Schools are going to have players in and they're going to start. Now, we've seen the, they're in for voluntary workouts and all that, but are they going to start getting to, to the bigger groups and start going 11 v. 11 with coaches out there and, then we'll know the season is on the way. And, of course, the opener. The news breaking over the weekend. Bama needs someone to play because they're not playing USC. So will it be BYU? Cecil Hurt covers the Alabama Crimson Tide for the Tuscaloosa News since 1982. And he joins us now on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Cecil, good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you guys?
0: Good. So you've been covering the Crimson Tide for almost 40 years, and we're a few weeks out from the opener. You don't know who they're playing. You don't know if they're going to be playing. This has got to be the weirdest summer ever for you.
1: It is for me. Um, You know, obviously, I guess 1943 was the last time you had this kind of uncertainty during the war, and so that's a... Indicates just what a, uh, you know, I'm not making comparisons, but it indicates what a disruption it's been for college football. And the SEC, along with the ACC and the Big 12, they they really hadn't made any announcement on how they plan to the schedule or what they plan to do. But as long as right now it's a 12 game schedule, and Alabama needs that 12th opponent because USC has dropped off.
0: Yeah, do you think that the SEC will go the way of the Big Ten and Pac-12 and just go with the conference only?
1: Well, they hadn't made that decision yet. It would have been easy to, to do if they had made their mind up. I think they want to maximize uh, games and revenue as much as possible. I think they'd like to um, play 12 and play a standard season. That may not be in their control. It basically is not in their control, but – to the extent that, that they control it, I think that they want to at least take as long as they can before they start um, diminishing the schedule in any way. So it's it's going to be another week. I don't know if we're going to have another week's worth of data that's going to make a tremendous difference in the decision-making process, but I think that having the league's 14 athletic directors get on the same page uh, had not been an easy process. And so... Um I, I wouldn't be 100% confident that there'll be any kind of September 5th game. Uh, but if there is a September 5th game, you have to have an opponent. And Alabama's been looking and been talking to teams and certainly been talking to Brigham Young.
0: So when you say get all 14 on the same page, is there a split? Are there eight who want to play and six don't? Or nine don't and five do? And if they don't get on the same page, could they do what the Colonial Athletic Association did and said, there's no league season, but if you want to go play an independent schedule and schedule whatever you can, knock yourself out?
1: Yeah, I doubt that. There's way too much money involved in SEC football. You know, the the Colon- you and I could uh, go out to lunch on the Colonial's budget Um the SEC Alabama's operating budget for athletics last year was 186 million dollars. So it, it's a little bit a little bit different decision for the Colonial than it is for 14 ADs that are spending 150 million dollars a year on athletics. That that adds up pretty quick. So um, they'll they'll get on the same page. It's more situation of. You have some schools in the SEC who have ACC rivals in their state, Clemson, South Carolina, Georgia Georgia Tech, et cetera, Florida, Florida State. Um, That's a consideration. Uh, You have different governors in different states who may allow different things. Kentucky may say, we want to play, you know, we're gung-ho, and the governor of Kentucky may say, we're not going to have any public gatherings like that until – middle of september so all of that has to be has to be worked out and there's no guarantee that it can be worked out the the, um, coronavirus numbers in this part of the country are not great they're not great at the moment and um, unless they see some stability in the in the curve unless they see i I don't think they're going to flatten it in the next five weeks but unless they see some cause for optimism uh it made the decision may be taken out of their hands completely by the government
0: so if it's a go do you think BYU is the odds-on favorite to play that game against Alabama or are there other teams
1: well there are other teams that they've talked to they talked to Notre Dame uh but Notre Dame has a scheduled game on September the 5th against Navy um they talked to TCU they they would probably and this I, I mean this respectfully but they'd Probably had a P5 opponent and would probably rather have a P5, but you know now you're down to three Power Five leagues, and it's hard to work out the schedule logistics. And don't know whether a team would need to come to Tuscaloosa. Um, there's, there's stadium renovation underway, but Mike could work around that if they have a limited um, crowd size or, or no attendance at all. Um, You know, that that might work. Um, They're probably not going to get the $6 million appearance fee they were going to get in Dallas for playing USC. But, (laughs) and to be perfectly honest about it, there's probably a coach or two that's got enough on his mind without saying, um, yeah, we'll open up with Alabama. So uh, BYU, I think, is willing to play and eager to play and looking for um, ways to fill in the space their schedule because you know a lot of their y'all know better than I do but um, looks like most of their September schedule has been erased um, so that would be a nationally televised game um, high profile whether it was played here or I, I don't know if Provo's off the table I'd be surprised if Alabama came out there but 2020 does surprising things.
0: Cecil Hurt joining us. He covers the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, for uh, the Tuscaloosa News. He's been doing it since 1982. You know, there's there's a couple things about playing games that are reason to go to the conference-only model, aside from the health consideration. Set all that aside. Two things I've heard is, one, not every game is worth the same amount of money. So let's start there. Do you think there's some games, if Alabama's going to pare it down from 12 to 11, 10, 9, 8, are there some games, you know, pay, playing pay, playing a money game and paying someone to come in if you can't fill the stadium? Doesn't really seem to make sense. How big a factor is that?
1: Well, they wouldn't pay the same. I mean, that'd have to be negotiated in terms of what guarantee, what kind of guarantee they would pay. Yeah. Um, so, and, and they're already, as I said, you're six million in the hole from the start because that's what their appearance fee was going to be in Dallas. So. On the other hand, playing a game is better than not playing a game, regardless of what the revenue that it generates for the two teams might be. The the second part of that that I would say is that some of the SEC's television package, which is relatively lucrative, they're in the process of renegotiating it. Their their CBS deal is good, not great. It's not what it's going to be in the next couple of years whether it goes to ESPN or how that works. But um, but it involves having a 12-game schedule. Um, you know, there are tie-ins with other networks. There's an SEC network that needs programming. Um, so all of those things factor into it. So it's not just going to be a case where they're, they're going to look at it and say, well, we can get rid of these other games. We're just going to play conference games. Mm-hmm. Now, it may end up that way. It might end up that way. But that wouldn't be – the first choice, if you were in a situation where you had choices.
0: Do you think that they would try to reschedule that SC game somewhere down the line, or is that done?
1: Uh, I would doubt it because the way their schedule is set up. I mean, uh, unless there are even more profound changes than we've already had, which is hard to imagine. Uh, they're scheduled out Power 5 through 2030. 3 um, They've got Texas home and home They've got Ohio State home and home They've got Notre Dame home and home um, So It would be hard but They have Miami in a neutral site next year And then they start They start the home and homes with Texas um, They've got Arizona They've got Florida State uh, So I don't know That there's a spot uh, Where USC would immediately fit in
0: Cecil Hurt join us, writes for the Tuscaloosa News, covers the Crimson Tide. You know, you brought up an interesting point that there might not – it's hard for Alabama to get a season-opening game because a lot of teams maybe don't want to face Alabama because there's such a good chance that you could not only get beaten, but you could just get crushed. Uh, and I was reading a thing that one of the reasons to go to conference-only games was because there are coaches, and, and it was an anonymous quote, course it was. Uh, but the anonymous quote was, there are coaches, and we know these people are out there. You know they're out there, who when they see a tough road game coming, will go like, now nah, I got too many positives, we can't play. And so the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are going to establish... Some kind of norm, some kind of standard, which they haven't done yet. It's easier to say than do to make sure that people aren't ducking out on a road game against a top ten team when they're going to lose by four touchdowns. Uh, do you see that as being a factor? One thing they got to iron out in the SEC.
1: I don't think it would be. I think I think the culture here is such that teams want to play. Even even Vanderbilt wants to play Alabama if that's what's on the schedule. Um, they're they understand what the what the line on that game would be, but I don't see I don't see Vandy or or certainly don't see Mississippi State. Mike Leaching on duck anybody. <laughs> you know? And then if you start that, suppose you've got a three game stretch of Alabama, LSU, and Georgia, you're just gonna claim positive the whole three weeks and <laughs> not play anybody. So I, I don't I I would hope that that wouldn't be. Um, a te- I would hope the one thing that we can agree on and all do is that we need to be honest about the coronavirus data. Uh, we need to respond to it correctly and it does not need to be manipulated for competitive advantage one way or the other. It's either saying you've got more guys sick than you have or playing guys who've tested positive.
0: Nick Chambers is going to be 69 this season. How long do you think he's going to go?
1: Well, um that's a good question. I don't know what else you would do. I, you know, I think he's happier doing this than anything else. But I certainly can't speak for him and his family. And I'm sure this year has brought a, a real set of frustrations. But um, they, they've they signed three three. – they've got commitments from three five-star players. They've they, – just got the number one offensive lineman in the country this week. So I'm sure he's assuring those guys that he'll be around to coach them.
0: So if this all falls apart, you mentioned Alabama with, you know, over $180 million in the, in the budget. Are they looking at dropping sports the way Stanford did? Could it, could it get that bad?
1: They'd have to find something. I'm not going to speak for what their decision-making process would be or what. You know, they, they may have reserves that would let them um, – Hold on for a year. They certainly have fundraising capabilities. If, if, um, if that was presented to, to certain donors, that that hey, baseball's in trouble, or, or um, women's volleyball is in trouble, and we need X to, to keep it going one year. Uh, but you have to you have to tighten the belt somewhere. You have to you have to find where you can make cuts and account for that. If if um, your budget is Usually 180 million, and all of a sudden you only have, um, let's say, 60 million coming in for a year. Uh, That's a that's a huge shortfall, and that's just one hypothetical about the numbers. But that's one of the hypotheticals that could happen.
0: How's Steve Sarkeesian doing? We heard some information about him as far as his health.
1: He's still resting. He had um, heart surgery, had a stent put in. Um, You know, it's been a situation where where they hadn't been on the field with players and out in the heat and so forth. So he's been able to do uh, what work he can do. He's been able to do from home. Um, So that, I guess you look for the silver lining in everything. The the timing uh, probably was was a little better for him, although I'm sure it was scary for him as well. Um, In terms of of job, though, it's probably as good a time as, any for him to to have a few weeks to recuperate and um then we'll see what he's able to do when they get more full I mean they're, they're back in a few more drills today but and I don't think he'll be around I don't think he'll be around anybody um given the vulnerability to the virus uh for 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 a while yeah
0: you mentioned uh, that the schedule was built out for a few years. You know, For a long time, neutral games in NFL stadiums were a big deal, and BYU uh-huh. played a bunch of them. But now you're talking about all these home-and-home uh, deals going forward. What, what has led to the change? That seems like a big change of philosophy. What's the difference there?
1: Um, I think the biggest difference, I think there's a variety. And first of all, I've always been a big advocate of home-and-home as part of the college football experience. I think it's, it's great for Alabama to play in Columbus or Austin, um, South Bend. I think when, when you're talking about the programs that, that are at the very top of college football, I think they should be doing that. But also, when your skybox is start at $5 million donation um, per, per box, that's, that doesn't pay for your tickets, that's just the, your box. Um people aren't wanna take favorably just that skybox lease, that five million dollar skybox lease, and the big game is being played in Atlanta or Orlando. You know, they wanna see it. So I think that's been part of it is the, the change to ultra luxury uh seating in a good bit of the stadium.
0: Well Cecil, we appreciate the time and all the perspective. Thanks for joining us and if BYU good, in Alabama if BYU and Alabama to play. Maybe we'll talk to you again in a few weeks.
1: Could be announced any day. Um, they're, they're pretty well down the road with negotiations, I think.
0: Cecil, thanks a lot. We appreciate it.
1: Sure. Glad to do it.